You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wig Hackers podcast. And the treats are here for us today. I'm super stoked about this one. Everyone, please give a round of applause for Wigs by Davis. I don't hear y'all. I don't hear y'all. I'm going to scream for myself. Oh, my God. This Hey, thank you for doing this. This just came like you popped on one day and we're like, let's do it. And here we are. Yeah. Oh my, um, a little backstory. Um, how about, um, like I, I don't edit just to let you know. So everyone who's listening, you know, I don't edit anything. Um, I'm all real and keep it like real. Um, well, we met in ISSE through Bianca. Yeah. So, and he, when I tell you, I fell in love with this man. So he is a wig maker extraordinaire. How about introduce yourself? And then okay. I, I, so really quickly, I am a wig guy. I like to call myself a wig engineer. So many people are like, "What is that? What is that?" But when I looked up the word engineer, it talked about someone who created things, who tried to find a way to make things operate. Maybe they didn't always do it, but it just it described me. And I said, okay, engineer. I like that. So I felt like wig engineer was the proper title for myself. I literally love wigs, been doing it my entire life. But um, the wig engineer has been that thing that stuck with me and kind of got me to um, really see what my true potential was. So I'm Darnell, the wig guy. Most people call me Davis. And um, yeah, I, I, wanna, I, I can't wait for us to kind of go down memory lane about Oh. Uh, our meeting because we definitely met and I literally the same the energy was like um I need to like be around this guy like his energy is everything <laughs> and just to see you on social it's almost like a brotherhood was like instantly bonded um and I'm just glad to be here today like seriously you're doing your shit I oh that means so much because we our our jobs are not really a cross path type of thing you oh. know we're in our rooms we're in our zone we're in our studio yeah. we're in our bubble I call it yep. and we yep. just go you yep. know yep. so and that's why wig hackers came about to to get together because mm-hmm. there are so many different ways of doing things mm-hmm. you know and I want a I want to learn all of them because okay. you know I don't want to work harder <laughs> you that's know that's what I keep saying. It needs to be some more more education out there. I don't want to like go off a subject, but it no. needs to be more education in there because 
what we need is there are so many millennials and so many people who are like really amazing at what they're doing. But if we keep this community so small and like hiding from the world, then we're never going to get those smart ass people who know how to build machines to actually do this shit for us. So we have to keep educating and keep the career out there in the world because there's not ever going to be that one person that comes in and makes it easier for us or has that one idea that changes the entire game. So my goal is just sharing. The more we share, the more people will literally start to think, okay, well, how can I make this easier? You said it take you how many hours? Right. It has to be something that I can do to make that better. So I just think that I am in this world of sharing now because I know that it's only going to elevate what we do and it won't make people that's coming after me have to work as hard to uh-huh. learn it because it was so difficult finding the information and finding the knowledge because it's just not there. And then when you go to classes, you're only getting what that one person is teaching versus what the world has to offer. So I found like, if you share what you have, somebody else is going to put a little bit of this. Somebody else is going to put a little bit of that. By the time we sit back or my time to clock out on this earth is gone, somebody's going to be then created a machine that does this shit. And we just have to come behind it and make it really look like little detail, um, you know, minute things that machines just can't do. So that's why I kind of got into this whole game. See, um, I mean, you're preaching to the choir. A, everyone yeah. knows that that education and just knowing, yeah. you know, the fighting to get to where we are. Because people, and also I'm, I'm going to lay it on them past like wig makers. They don't want to give their, their, give their info too. So like on top of like, it's already hard enough to find it besides going to, you know, a school for a hundred years mm-hmm. or any like, you know, oh my gosh. But okay, well, we're going to get into it. How, how did you get, how did hair become a part of your like calling your life? Yeah. Um, I've done hair all my life. Literally, like I, I remember coming out the womb and <laughs> I don't remember coming out the womb, but I remember earliest childhood memory seriously was me doing my sister's hair for school she had to go to school so my mom was like good at it but i remember getting i would be ready already for school and my mom would have to do my sister's hair and i would cringe at how terrible her hair looked and because of my cringing i was like mom get out the way let me do this and i think i'm like probably eight or something and i think that was like one of those things where i just it just was so natural um, and then it kind of evolved. Okay, now you let me do your hair. I was just telling the story on the live the other day. Like my sister was my guinea pig for everything. <laughs> I remember sitting her down in the chair. I said, you're going to have long hair right now. And I pulled out the super glue and started gluing individual strands, thinking that I was doing something. But because the glue wasn't tacky, it didn't hold. I was into hair. Like, And uh, she had red hair by the time she was like eight. Who cares? Hey. It was great, but I always loved hair from a very young age. Um, wigs, though, now yeah. that's really that's a very interesting place of how I actually got into wigs. Hair was like a whole world. Um, I loved it, loved it, loved it. But I remember my aunt having a wig in her closet, and I'm glad I get to tell this story. Like some people just don't give a fuck, but I know this community cares. Yes, my aunt had a bucket. Like you know how they used to have those shoe boxes, and I guess she used to just put like I guess her old jewelry and old oh. wigs in them and stack yep. them up. And one day I was in her guest room and I seen it, and I was like, "Hold on, Auntie, you wore wigs? Wigs? 
not wigs? And she said, yeah, I wore wigs. And then she started showing me pictures. And when I looked at them, I was like, okay. They didn't look natural, but they gave her a different look. Mm-hmm. And I was, I started to think, and this is a young me, so I didn't have the whole mindset to say, oh, okay, it didn't look good, but you just needed to do this. What my mindset was, was like, oh, this looks good. This doesn't look good, but ooh, what? How could, how, how does Halle Berry get her wigs to look so natural? <laughs> Literally was like, how, and then my mind started to like turn and twist. And I was like, okay, so maybe there is a way. And I watched the movie and seen my first lace wig. And it was literally Halle Berry. And when I seen her with short hair in the movie and long, no, short hair in real life and long hair in the movie, I said, hold on, something <laughs> is not. And it was the hairline. Because the hairline on a wig always looks a little different. Uh-huh. No matter how much you try to get those angles, oh. if you're a camera person and you're a person who looks at it from a technical standpoint, then you're always going to catch those details. So I caught it. And when I caught it, I was like, that's what I want to do. Literally, my 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 momentum started like if y'all don't know, I am a hustler. I'm from Jeffrey Projects of Detroit. I literally grew up. We were the poorest people in the projects. Like, how are you the brokest people in the projects? But we were broke. But I think I learned so much because I didn't have resources to supply. So all of my wigs were made from old hair that somebody took out of their head. So I had to really learn how to pick the best pieces of hair, put the pieces in the right area, really putting things together. So everything that I do, like I can build a wig from hair on the floor, but, but I, I know how to test each strand and make sure, is this one, the cuticle is not the right way? Like I'm that guy. No. So, um, yeah, like, no, I, I, I say all that to say, I went to, um, oh shoot, I wanted to tell y'all a one, Oh, I'm terrible with telling stories that I can't remember where I was going. <laughs> no, Damn, no. I'll remember though. I'll no, remember. we will. And we'll we'll pop right back. So we'll pop back. Okay, so Halle Berry is the one who who she she, she got you together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lay said, yeah. hello. Hello. <laughs> Look, here's your career. Welcome to the job. You're hired. Yes. <laughs> oh. So when you're making like, so I'm I'm we're gonna be jumping around your whole, yeah. your whole career. Like what what keeps you going? Mm-hmm. You know how, like, you know, you know, some some deadlines come to us, and you know, we're like, mm. uh, but like, what keeps you going? What keeps you inspired to do wigs? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, despite frustration, we <laughs> all have it. Like, I, I feel like even when I talked to you the other day, I kind of felt like you were going through it, and I'm just like, oh, I know that look. I know that look. It's almost, and it's, it's, I'll be honest, and this, if this is our community the way that I know it is, like, a lot of times we're behind on motherfucking goals. We want to have the shit done, but it's just not realistic. We're literally sitting here doing it ourselves. And it's cute. It's cool to have a team of people. But in the lifestyle that I'm in right now, I'll be 100% frank with everybody. I have hired people time and time and time again. And nobody has the passion like I have. Thank you for the time, but you cannot work with me. If you do not have passion like I have, I can't even have you on my team. The thing is, it's really important that if you're going to do something and you have team, team means that I'm going to support you. Where you can't do the job, I'm going to come in and support you 100%. I'm not going to come in with 50%, and when my 50% runs out, I'm done. No, that's not how it works. I come in with 100. When you go down to 75, 
I'm getting you back up to 100. When I go down to 50, you push me back up. And I haven't had that. And because of that, I really made a decision this year. People might have noticed I went ghost. I went MIA. You but did? Because I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm tired of fake smiling. Like, I hate this shit. I hate the people. And I don't want to do it. What am I? If I have nothing nice to say, I have nothing nice to say. And I'm not going to say anything. So I took a moment to really step back. I let go of a lot of people who were like in my space. Um, wow. When you blow up, when you blow up, people who haven't done all of the work that you've done to blow up think that they're just supposed to, oh, let's go up in the sky. And I had to like readjust and like refigure out like when you make moves, you don't have to take everybody on every dot on that, you know, uh, that, that dot on the board. Like sometimes it's okay to say, you know what? Yeah, we, you don't go, you don't go to this place. You just stay right here. You do that and you do it good. Maybe tomorrow if you show up and you show out, I might reconsider, but it was so many people who, and I'll just be honest, I was running my business like a church because they had potential to be good people. I thought that they could work in my business, but it wasn't benefiting me at all. So I just had to make adjustments. Um, and I don't even, I don't even know what the question this is. This is pre, well, okay. Oh, well, how I got, how do you get distracted? Yeah, I do get discouraged a lot. I get discouraged a lot. And mm-hmm. what I do to get from un, un, being undiscouraged, I, I have to listen to gospel. And I, I realized that today. I put on gospel music and there was a spirit that came over me that was, of course, I knew I had this deadline, but God came and calmed it down. Like, he really did like, and it's weird, but it really calmed me down because the client wants something. And the thing that I always tell everybody is I don't give a fuck how many times the client calls. You're not getting the wig until it's done. Because the moment that one thing is wrong, you will tell the world that I did something wrong. Nope. But the problem is your, your phone went on mute. But the problem is you also have to be very over, overly communicative with your oh. clients. Oh. Because if they don't know, then you telling them to hold on uh, three more days is almost life and death to them. They don't understand the magnitude of what the work is that we're doing. So it's so many avenues to get you frustrated, but at the core of everything, you have to be passionate. You have to be passionate. Like you have to look at this shit and say, oh my God, I'm building a fucking wig from scratch. And if you can't hype yourself up like that, then it's probably not the career for you. <laughs> That's oh, real. This okay. When I say deep, I didn't know. I I didn't know we were long lost. Long lost soulmates, to be honest yeah. with you. Right. Like I <sighs> Oh, I wish I knew you like a month ago because we, it, 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 ooh. anyway. All right. I'm oh, going to testify. Listen, because <laughs> even if you don't, you get on here shouting and screaming and yo, people don't know what you're going through because ooh. at the end of the day, they ain't listening to hear what you got going on. Like your testimony is real. Like I know what it takes. Like, that's why I told you when I got on your live the other day, like, I don't see how you do it. Like I'm going to give you a little and I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, I do not have the energy to stay out here talking to y'all every day. That's just not who I am. Like, I really, but when I show up, you're going to get this knowledge. You're going to get this shit and you're going to get it. 
but it's something about that person who is like you who understands like the more that my face is out there the more that you know things are going to keep working together so yes no when i i okay well we mm. um where okay so you just did a collab right with sephora (laughs) so so get tell me about it how how did that that relationship start how how did you get your I, I know it's all network I know we know but like what was that like that process because that that's yeah. a major yeah thing, like. yeah that was a big 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 deal and this is for the content creator right mm-hmm. um believe in yourself like believe in yourself and I just got chill saying that like you have to dig into everything that you're doing and say okay this is how i talk i talk to myself literally you can watch any video that i've ever shot and i usually shoot everything myself and i'm like all right let's go darnell action stop darnell you need to say that i I literally talk to myself and like i remember talking to myself and saying what is it that the world needs where is the void Like, where do you need to fill this void? Like, what is it that people want to know? And I realized, like, I went on YouTube and I typed in ventilator. And I realized that the same ventilation videos are up there from when I started 13 years ago. Hello. Hmm? Like, are we kidding? And everybody's on social media. But there are wig makers who are blowing up daily. There are celebrity stylists who are blowing up daily. So because of that intertwined, like, I was like, okay. Clearly, there are not people who are talking about how to do it. And there's an entire, like, I don't know if we know this, but if you've been to beauty school, uh, my my lady book is in the other room. But if I had, I'd show it to you. One page of wigs. We have an entire career making billions and billions of dollars. Yet, we have one page of wigs. And I was like, well, so because of that, you have all of these different avenues of people who are like trying to blow up off of their content. And I was just like, wow, you're creating all of this shit and just like going crazy. Fast forward to Sephora. Sephora came because I seen that there was a void and I started to believe in myself. I was like, you know what? Um, it's 2020. Okay, so fast forward. I had quit working with a really big client. Everybody knows this client. Mm-hmm. Quit working with this client and January comes. So this is 2019. January, uh, no, no, no. 2019, December 26th is probably when I quit. The 30th comes, I go to church for worship service. I manifest that 2020 is the year to educate. I go into 2020 on my knees, praying to God, believing. I took my last money that I had from this good client and I invested. I invested in myself because I was like, if I'm going to be broke, I'm going to be broke for me. So the last video that I posted, which is my tutorial with Miss Nikki, baby, Mm -hmm. on how to apply a custom lace wig, that was actually it. That was over a year ago and I invested my money into that because like I was really like, okay, I'm going to do this YouTube thing. And I shot that in January on the 17th. On the 19th, I was on my knees. No, 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 no. On the 19th was a Monday. It might have been Monday or it might have been the 20th. Got on my knees to pray because I knew I was about to go into depression. I knew because I didn't have the job that I knew I had the security that I was looking for. All of those things. I was just like, I know I'm going to go into depression. 
So what am I going to do? And I don't know, like, this might be way too much, but this is what we do. I was like, either I'm going to jerk off and sit in this bed, right? Or I'm going to get my ass up and do something that makes me feel uncomfortable. I laid out my yoga mat and I literally got on my knees. On my knees, I said, thank you, God, for another day. My phone rang. It was a phone call from Johnny Wright telling me to come down to downtown L.A., Tamar Braxton needs you to do her hair for to catch a beautician. Literally, I manifested education thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on YouTube. Fast forward to I got to work on an entire show on VH1 doing hair for an entire collection that I had never showed anybody. I got to just put all of my wigs on one client every episode. I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Fast forward to the last episode comes. They're like, we don't need our last person came that was supposed to be here dropped. And we don't have anybody for the last episode. I'm like, well, you've had a whole season and you haven't talked about wigs and every fucking body wears wigs. <laughs> oh, well, we need a guest. Darnell, you can be the guest. How do you go from sitting on your knees in prayer, quitting your job to being on TV teaching people? Because you manifested? So I manifested, I did, and it was good to me. People are paying attention to my content creator. Everything you post, everything you say, you never know who that person, who you don't even know that's watching. She might be connected or he might be connected to somebody you knew 10 years ago. But just be willing. Uh, Your mic's rubbing. Your mic's rubbing. Oh, sorry. Just yeah. be willing to understand and know that um, what you say matters and nobody's going to believe it if you don't. So I mean, Sephora, you, 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 I'm, whoo. You connected like twelve of my questions. <laughs> I don't. You're. The, I love. Um, so before I get on with with my guest guys, you know, we chat a little bit and all. He's like, you know, if we could. I mean, he is literally going down the list in order. Like I, I don't even get to ask questions. Oh, I. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna curveball. Asian or German needle? Uh, German all day. Ooh. It's a it's a different knot. I don't care what nobody says. It has to be microscopically. I can't see it with my eyes or even my magnifying lens. But microscopically, it is a different knot. It's a different knot. Asian all day for fast shit, back of the head, stretch, all that shit, blah, 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 blah. German needle, front, top, anything. What was the first wig you ever made? Uh, glued. I glued. I used to glue wigs down. Uh, oh, Okay, so I didn't get to tell this story. I started off and I was a hustler. That was what I was trying to tell you. I was a hustler. My first wig was, I used to make wigs for the beauty supplies. I would go to the beauty supply stores and they had the hair out on display. And I said, I can make these wigs look better and you will make so much more money. I did and they did. Literally, I used to be at Ching Ching's Lee's, Ling Ling. Lee's is what we call it in Detroit. Um, I'm from Detroit, but uh, Lee's, I used to be there every Saturday and every once a month on Sundays, passing out flyers, making their wigs, all that stuff. Oh, I was serious. So, okay, we kind of touched upon this one, but I want... I, hmm. <laughs> um, what is the most frustrating point you try to tell one of your mentees? Oh, um... <laughs> Yeah, I wish I it was a video. I wish it no. was. There is so much passion coming off of this man. Mm. When I tell you, 
We may have to put it up as a video at some point because the passion, the um, uh, what is um. So, do you want to know like something that people struggle with the most, or something that just really ticks me off? Ooh, let's do tick off. Let's do both. Hit it. I think most people struggle with they think that they're supposed to get it right away. And then the other thing, the second part to that is they think they know it and they don't got no idea. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm going to tell you that looks trash, motherfucker. Like, no, we're not putting that out there because at the end of the day, you're going to tell somebody that you learned from me. If you learn from me, pause, period. We're going to make that better. (laughs) So um, that's one thing. And then the thing that I get frustrated with is when people quit on them fucking selves. Uh, I don't I don't like that. Ah. If you come to class, be willing to say, all right, I got you. I got you. I got you. Go cry when you leave my motherfucking class. <laughs> all of that energy of doubting yourself and I can't, it literally starts to oh. become an embedded cycle of you can't. And I don't like that. Okay, I'm flipping it again. So we met at ISSE, I started this, this story. So we met, I was working with Manic Panic and I was on stage, you know, dip dying, all yeah. the things. And I started oh, ventilating. And this, when I, t- this was the connection that we had. I was, I was going to do some ventilating on stage. Yeah, you know, like I normally do. He jumps up. Jumped up. Takes the needle <laughs> and just starts ventilating. And then I'm just talking about what he's It was doing. so great. <laughs> it was freaking amazing it, was, it felt so good i never oh. felt so good coming oh. home from a, a work day you know oh. a lot of times you come home from work exhausted oh i came home from work that day i was like that it was like a light bulb for me being on that stage supporting you was literally oh. a light bulb for me it was that so that that was that moment and that was what you experienced it was a light bulb for my entire career Ah, uh, it was and, you know, I, I know people didn't know. People don't know what we do uh, to the, no. the scale that we do it. And I try to to tell and explain. <laughs> but, like, until people know, and that's, you know, I do, I say it, Milady is, is doing as a disservice, is doing every hairstylist in who they're teaching. And I, I, I kind of see the other side because we can't really regulate hair because it comes from a living person. I get yeah. the whole thing. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. still, the education needs to be there. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I know there's a lack. And we, we are filling the void slowly. You We're and I. the void socially, but. My, my goal, and I'll say this just because I really think it's important, and maybe somebody who listens to this can help me, or maybe you can help me, but I really strongly believe, I strongly, strongly, strongly believe that if we petition, that we can get together and force the cosmetology board to put more of this curriculum into that book because it needs to be there, although it's not an appendage of the skin, and it's, you know fashion and all of those things. I just believe that if you're going to go to school for hair, you should be educated a lot more about more than just the hair that comes out of the follicle of somebody's head. Yes. Like I... we, 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 like that's cute for, you know, the scientific part, but what about the fashion? Like y'all over there played in them schools. Like that was one of the things I hated Finger about the Like, are we stamped? Like, okay. <laughs> You know what? I'm not opposed to the finger waves. You want to know why? Finger oh. waves forces the student to understand that you can't get your way. Like yeah. You need to understand that there is structure to things. I like finger waves. I'm not good at it. But when I taught it, there was a mental psyche that I taught versus the skill. 
Yeah, yeah. Because the mental psyche of I can do this is like way better than, oh yeah, I'm great at finger waves. Fuck that. No, if something, if something is challenging, I can handle it is what the mindset I want my students to have. Yeah. And I think a lot of times in schools, like people get discouraged with that shit. And they're just like, fuck it. I don't want to do it. I got to do it for it. Blah, 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 blah. And I just think that it's important to make sure that people understand and have like a different mindset in regards to things that they don't always love. Like, right. bigger waves gives you structure for sure. Mm -hmm. They teach you a lot about hair, how to manipulate. I hate finger waves. But I'm telling <laughs> well, you. Well, roller sets. Know. I hated roller sets, hey, to be honest. Hey, hey, first of all, roller sets will change every Ooh. fucking client that Ooh. you deal with. Wigs, especially. Oh. Wigs, roller sets are like best friends. If you don't like a roller set, you don't want to call you in your wig. Well, okay. I tell them. I t yeah. for me personally, I'm I like to, I love to go to schools to 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 spark that inspo. So I'm like, you know, I make a six figure career on roller sets, right, everybody? Ro 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 roller sets. Period. Grandma yet a roller set, okay? Because that's how <laughs> we do like it, that. and like it blows their mind. I'm like, yeah. And then you know, if we talk the TV film side, you know, continuity. No one knows continuity. No. Yeah, Ooh. and these one-hit wonders of beachy waves only last so long. Yeah, yeah. you know. So anyway, yeah. oh my gosh, you know that is real. Like TV and film hair is like we somebody needs to like really have a whole class for that because um, <laughs> even just like reading a mood board, like yeah. people I'll... don't even know how to translate. Sometimes it's like, oh yeah, I need to do it exactly like that. No, sis, that no. was a reference. For your fucking work, says no. Don't do that shit just like no. But you know, I just think that you know people are, um, you know, er everything is different. Like I don't know where I got the knowledge, but I knew I was so be a student to the craft. Like I was a student oh. in every room I walked in. Like I really am and was. So I uh um. What was, okay, maybe for you now, two. I want two moments. What was your two aha moments in your career? Me. Ooh, it's back to my uh, social. <laughs> I never, like, ah, it's so many, like, <laughs> days. <laughs> Like, not even kidding. Like, some days I wake up and I'm like, God, me? Me? Like, really, God? Like, that's big. That's big. Um, Dang, what could I share? Two big moments. I have to share a high and a low, right? Because ain't nothing. What? Like, I ain't nobody out here talking about high. Everything <laughs> high is not always that great. I was homeless. That was an aha moment for me because uh, that that moment really... I was on Venice Beach. <laughs> I was on Instagram. People wouldn't have known this, but I was definitely on Instagram when I first started 2014, 2015, uh, living out of my car on the beach, posting videos and pictures, um, going to the beach every morning or walking over. Cause I, I mean, I had no far, far to go, <laughs> you know, from my car to the, to the sand. And, uh, I literally used to get up every morning at 5 a.m. and go ventilate at the beach and, uh, it was just a quiet time. And that aha moment for me was, I asked God, I said, I just don't, I, I'm tired of being an adult. Like I grew up so fast, had to take care of myself. My dad was killed when I was young, all these things. So I just wanted to feel like I didn't have any responsibility. It came at a, 
extreme costs. I had no place to live, struggling for food, struggling, just struggling, right? But in that struggle, like I literally like was like, oh, you love this hair shit. You are cast away with this hair shit. It's you and hair on the beach. Like you love this shit. And so that was my aha moment. And um, another moment was uh, working with Beyonce. Like, bro, I went to that concert and seen my hair on Beyonce and was like crying down. Like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, God, this is so big. Like, this is so big, God. Like, what did I do? to deserve this, like it was beyond my, like we all love Beyonce for the wind blowing, right? Hello. And to know that it was my wig, <laughs> hair that I touched that was sitting on my flow, like let's go, let's go. What is bigger than you could ever imagine? So that was like two of the aha moments, like you can be low, but he will bring you high, he will. What? Oh, I, how do I, how do I segue from that? Shit. I don't think you really can. So we're just gonna, mm. <laughs> okay. This one, I mean, I don't, who is your favorite client to work with? Ooh. Uh, okay. <laughs> that face. I wish you could see his face. <laughs> this, this may turn into a YouTube at some point because his facial expressions for each question, he's like, what's coming? Ooh. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't ask you what the questions were. Um, <laughs> no, I have, you know what? The thing that I, I always tell people is if you're my client, you're my client because we collaborate. Like, that's one thing that I really appreciate is like, I will not take a job if we're not collaborating. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Beyonce. I don't care if you're Halle Berry. I don't care. Like, I just think that it's important that if you are working with somebody, like, just because you're a superstar, bitch, I'm super in my star, too. You hear me? Like, what I do, I wake up and I go ham for it, too. So because of that, like, let's give each other some respect. You trust me creatively and I'm going to trust you. I want to make your vision come to life. So because of that, I just want to, like, so um, I've loved working with uh, a really, really, really enjoy working with Nikki, baby. But I love, I love working with Ryan Destiny too, because what happens is they're two different fan bases, right? I like what their fan base, how they react to it, right? It's not so much the client, well, it it is the client and it is what we get to create, but it's more of how their fan base reacts, right? So Ryan is a really young, like up and coming uh, superstar and her youthful fan base gives me so many ideas. Like they drop inspiration in my in my DMs. They give me ideas or, oh, I wanna see this on Ryan. They take everything that we do and like make it a meme and make it. So that's always really fun just to see your work in that light. Nikki is one of those people who really doesn't, um, she loves her blondes, but she doesn't have like these restrictions like most clients do. Um, financially. She can pay for it. Like we ain't out here penny pension having to cut back on certain things. If I can be very vague and honest, that's a really, you know, sometimes with a client that's important because sometimes you can't do the work that you really want to do because 
client can't afford that or they just don't want to pay it, or they don't see the necessity of that detail. Mm. Nikki is like, oh yeah, baby, give me the most realistic. Mm. And that's always a fun ass client. Uh-huh. And um, it just, it also pushes you to see um, what you can do at the level um, when, you, when you think you've got it all mastered, how you can push and how you can go to the next level. So um, yeah, that, those are my two, my two favorites. Uh, love them, like big deals to me. Ooh. Yeah. I, I, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> That's all I have to say is yes. Um, okay, what is the most important about, uh, the most important part about a wig? Like what is the part that, End all, be all, whatever, what you know, what what's the part you can? And then I also want to flip it. What the part is like, eh, whatever. You know, you know what I mean. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the part that I think is the most critical, most people overlook it, is foundation. Mm. I think foundation is even more important than. Oh, I don't want to say this hairline only because if the client's not comfortable, then the client is not going to wear it right. True. True. Back up. To the second thing that I feel is really key and most important is always the hairline because that's what we're looking at right away. Uh-huh. But if the client's not comfortable, then she's not even wearing it right. True. So those are my my two. Uh, the thing that's least important. Uh, ooh, see, I ain't got a least important. That's what my students don't like about me. It's I am. <laughs> Oh, you're going to get this knowledge yeah. and you're going to do it the right way. Step by step by step. <laughs> so um, the, the only thing I can say, Skip, is the style. She can do it herself. <laughs> <laughs> Foundation, ventilation, bleaching knots, melting knots, all of that, is it matters. So that when you matters. ventilate, do you still bleach your knots? Yes. Really? Yep. Yep. I took what the what the young what the new people did and what the old people did, and I made my own thing. Yeah, those little those little balls are visible. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care how faint the hair is, unless you are using a specific type of hair. And I don't like to share what that hair is, but most wig makers know what that is. Yeah. But I really you can't even make a whole wig with that. But no. the only hair that uh, I strongly recommend that you. Um, use for hairlines is Indian hair. I do strongly recommend Indian hair because hmm. uh, it is going to be the one that you can find the most. I would say, you know, European, but that's not always easy to find. I do recommend Indian hair for every ventilator, every ventilator. It will lift to where you need it to be. It will work how you need it to work. Um, and it will blend in most occasions, uh, especially, you know, in areas of the front hairline. Just go through and pull the, you know, single strands. But yeah, I do, I do, I bleach knots. Not always, uh, but I do. Most of the time, I do. But I'm very, very. I got my own little way of doing it. I'm actually yeah, yeah. working on a bleaching, bleaching tone uh, video for everybody. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I know you. You were a hustler building. Now, now you're the the education part changed yeah what 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 was the what was the switch what what made that switch happen um just like really the boy i like i did that research and was like look at the industry as a whole then zoom in to what you're doing look at the industry as a whole then zoom into what you're doing how can you make what you're doing 
affect the industry as a whole. And that was like, I seen a void. Now that's where I get to, I went to those YouTubes and like literally 13 years ago when I started, like mm -hmm. you literally still got those same people that just, you know, made those videos. So um, that was my shift, like seeing the void and was like, oh, <laughs> let me say this. Let me say this, because a lot of people won't move because they don't have a team. Oh, yeah. Huh. Will Smith said this. You have to make what you do look so desirable that people want to be a part of your team. Hey. And so that video I was talking about earlier, the one that I shot with Miss Nikki Baby, How to Lay a Lace Week, it literally came out maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Legit. And it's okay. still good content, like amazing. I spent money on that shit. I yes. spent mad money. So y'all better go watch it, stream it right now. I'm at 8K views. I'm hype about it. No, yeah. I'm just, you know, good content. But I hired people, four people to edit it. Nobody. I spent over $1,500 in editing. I'm not joking. Paying people. Mm -hmm. In December last year, I bought Final Cut. Boop. I taught myself how to edit every Boop. motherfucking thing. Boop. Everything that you Say see on my YouTube is from one camera, two cameras. I have six cameras. Hello. I am serious about Hello. it. Like nobody's gonna believe you or jump on board with you if you have ass in it. And so I really had to start believing in myself and stop waiting for people to like. No one's coming. Nobody. I just want to tell people, nobody's coming. Baby. And, and if they come, they come in with a oh. handout. Yeah. They, they, come, they come in with a, uh, what's that thing? The doggy bag. Doggy bag. So it's so important to make what you do look so desirable that the people come because you don't want people on your team that's just uh, 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 that. uh, It's been the hardest. The absolute heart in, in my end to find people a on the same wavelength. I mean, even even the same book. I don't know if people know what an encyclopedia is. Who's listened to? This, but like they're on a. I'm on like Z, and yeah. it, it's. I'm like, yeah. uh, hello. Yeah. Is this? You're, you're telling me you make things, but you. Sh mm, any, okay. But Next. okay. So here's the thing. I hired a bunch. I remember I had this one project. It was a really big project, one of my biggest projects. I had people coming from all across the country to my studio, right? Mm. And people said that they knew how to do stuff, sent me samples of stuff. Clearly, it must have been stuff from years ago or when they first was like hungry about it. But literally sitting in the studio, I had to I had to relearn that everybody's not as passionate as I am. Mm -hmm. and, and that I said it before, everybody's not as passionate as you are, but like in that space. I wish I could redo it because I would give all of those people a lot more grace than I did. I thought because they said that they knew it, that they knew it, mm. but I didn't realize I was operating on Z and they were still on A. I didn't realize that. Mm. And if I had realized that, I would have, I, I could have, because there's so many people that I worked with that I could still probably be working with, but I was like, oh no, you ain't at the level right now. And I kind of cut it too fast, and I could have no. groomed them to work. Work. I see. I know me. I'm like, oh no, you ain't here. You got to go. I find I've, I've been real short tempered. I have. And uh, no. And, and, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yes. 
but I, I've, I've definitely found that if and I mean at times everything is working together the way it's supposed to. But had I had that opportunity again, I'd be more patient with people. I'd actually train them how I want things to be done versus expecting that they know it already because Ooh. that was where I yeah. got hurt. I thought that they knew what I knew, but they knew what they knew, and it was working for them. Right, but I just, right. I didn't have the patience in that time to see like, ooh, let me slow down. I thought we were going to be able to do this faster than we are. We need to like kind of go to the drawing board a little bit. I didn't even know to even think that way then. Now I do. How long does it take you to make a wig from like, but you like, you like the full head. Like you love, like I, I've only lately have been doing full foundations because the fit. So, so like, and I get that now, like when you said like, ooh, foundation, I'm like, ooh, yeah, because the fit. It's the, the, and it's really how the client feels. Like you can probably not even tell some of the little tweaks and imperfection, but the, if the client doesn't feel like it's hugging like a glove, then she's like pulling and tweaking it and she might rip that bitch. And I'm just like, oh no, let's make it fit right for before anything. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly I do... You don't have to give away the secrets either. No, you know. no, 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 no. I don't always. I, I love lately or last week, maybe three weeks ago, I did this new integrated piece where I took a frontal and customized it on a custom foundation and was like, oh, bitch. Oh, I'm li- like, I'm literally in that space of how could I make this work and faster, uh-huh. but also like still make it look like I did it from start to finish. And it's just some things that just never change. Like the Asian knot will never look different. So I always have to end up ripping that area out. Um, so I'm always kind of adjusting pre-made uh, to look more natural. Love a full lace foundation. Um, time. Ugh, I hate to give people time because right now it's giving me anxiety. See, this is what we were talking about earlier. Like, because uh, if I say it, then you're going to hold me to it. And then I got to like, ah, I can't take no other jobs if something big come up. So I'm just like, ah. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is more. Probably this like, is probably like right. five to eight weeks. It really depends on what you're working on. Yeah, five to eight weeks. Girl, what you doing? Yeah, full legs. I don't I don't work on one wig at a time though. I'm ADD like a bitch. I have to do uh, three projects at once. Get if out. I do one project, I can I won't complete it. I won't complete it. My ADD Oh, so if, if someone came to you said I need a wig in 48 hours. Oh, she wouldn't get it. She would get she she she's she not going to call Darnell. She's not going to call <laughs> Mr. Davis, baby. And if she do, I'm going to be like, "Oh, baby, you know what? There is this beautiful little place um called His and Her down the block or you can go on Alibaba." Girl, they got you, but I ain't making it. Mm-mm. Okay. I remember going to a client's house. I'm gonna tell you this story, and I maybe after this I'll tell you who it was. I was at a client's house. <laughs> this client was. I don't think she realized how much time it took to make a wig, and she wanted like right. So one day I go over and I said, "I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do some work in front of you, just so you can see." And so she went to. Uh, I'm doing it. We're just there. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to sleep. All right, well, you go to sleep. She went to sleep, and I was like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. So I came back tomorrow, and she thought that I was supposed to be finished with the shit that she went to sleep on. Oh, you think that my body don't go to sleep too? I, I don't be understanding these people sometimes. So sometimes <laughs> it's like they don't even, they be thinking that you're supposed to work like a, literally like a machine. 
But I'm just like, listen, we're going to give you a realistic time frame. So the max you're going to get from me is five to eight weeks. That is like an express order, eight weeks. Really? Very much so. Wow. Yeah. I, I want one. <laughs> I love seeing the inside. For me personally, I love an inside of a wig. That's and what that's I- the truth, you know, on these. And I love people. I love every, if you can make a, a Frankenwig, I call them, make the Frankenwigs work. I, I, more power. I just want to see the inside so I know what I'm working with. That's literally what I tell every student. I think the foundation, when, when you really want to get to know a wig, the hair is, the hair is like, Hair's gonna move. like the third thing, third thing to look at. That foundation, especially for like TV and film shit, like oh. that literally, you just needed to look good for a shot. Like, when I, like, I am there to watch it. I'm there to babysit it. So I have to tell people, like I'm, they're paying me a salary to babysit that watch. hair all day. Yeah, it's not going to yeah, move. Yeah, it could be yeah. pure. The, the It could be everything left over on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I will still gloss it, shine it, make it's not going to move on my watch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where other people who are wearing it and are making them like for an everyday wear, you know, where they're in it and you have a client. Because remember, that, you, don't touch it. Not your, yeah. not, not your lame boob. Get the you were back. saying something on your live the other day about... Um, like when they leave, there is. I used to have separation anxiety. Oh <gasps> my god! My client be like, "Is the wig ready?" I be am I like, "No, you want to take her from me?" Oh, I worked so hard. I worked so hard. And the, one of the things that I know is that they never take care, take care of, of it. And one of the things I hate is giving a motherfucker HD lace and she <laughs> it back and it's balls like oh i can't i can't like it really just uh it's really important though you were about to say are you saying something and it just triggered you have to have your own lane like even in the wig world like you just said one thing and i'm talking about something completely different like (laughs) wigs i do completely custom I was like, I'm, I'm not doing ready-made shit. Like, and when you call me for ready-made, no, don't call me because when I can, when I do ready-made and custom, I wish I got. I can do the wig. I two, wish I can do two ready-mades and be like, oh, I'm still doing this custom. Oh my god, it's gonna take me forever. So mentally, it wasn't satisfying. It was, it was mm. like almost making me lose my mind. So I was like, I don't want to do that shit no more. Like, and if I do it, it'll be for a photo shoot or blah 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 blah. But it won't be like for somebody who wants a wig like custom made. I'm that's that's the only thing that I'm focused on is custom. So um, it's an avenue for everybody. It's people who just want repairs. Hello? It's people who just want like you're doing set work. It's people who just want you to make wigs for you know uh, the headband wig. <laughs> and I don't fuck with them. Y'all need to stop wearing them headband wigs. Like I do not like that shit. It looks terrible. We see your laces. We see that headband. It don't look good. Stop putting all that got to be on your shit. It looks terrible. And get you some real lace that melts. Mm-hmm. Transparent is not transparent. <laughs> we see that shit, sis. Okay. Get out of my life. That's one of the things that disgusts me the most is people who are confident and wearing trash. Like, I hate seeing these wigs. Like, I hate seeing these wigs. Like, and now they have the cameras, the HD cameras for YouTube. That's, that's, and I'm like, girl, 
how are you talking about this? Yeah. And I and I I mean I get it. Everyone got the hustle. Everybody got got a thing. You know, yeah. you pop it on and move. But then your editor better be fierce. Fierce. Like period. You fears and okay, better be photoshopped. I mean, because if we're gonna talk about that, like there was a show that spent one million dollars to blur a lace line. Hold on, what show was that? Uh, mm, We can't. (laughs) I live. I live for hanging on lace, baby. Honey, like did it look good though? No. No, no, and then also the person made it a pink wig when it was a blonde. Okay, all right. So here's so they, the thing about let's just let's just go. Let's talk really really quick. Uh, TV. Ooh, if you're going into film and TV, one thing <laughs> I strongly recommend is tell your client before we go out there we have to record a video. That's going to help you to really be able to see kind of what you're going to be working with and what you're going to be fighting against. But TV wigs and real life wigs are two different things. You can't even add a real blur if the lace doesn't match. Almost already. It's not going to work. No matter how much TV they do, all they're going to do is make you look like only thing that is going to work is a swoop. Is a swoop. (laughs) That's it. And their hair coming out that front. Yeah, that's it. You really, you really, really, really have to like understand and know like, okay, my melting game has to be good. My blending game has to be good. This foundation needs to match my client's color. The knots need to be very faint in the front. My part needs to look the most realistic. Those three things have to always be one, two, three before that camera even action is halfway called. I like to, and my clients know, I don't post these videos, but I always record a video of me applying so that uh, I don't have to like say, hold still, sit still real quick. Let me remember what we did. I already know like what our steps were. So every time I can just watch that video, if I forget something to kind of go back and reference to what I did to make that lace particularly look good. So I try to, I kind of always make sure I have a little bit of um, backup for myself because you would think continuity the same way. Yeah, continuity is very important. Yeah. But you also want to know what works good for that client because maybe it won't work for a fairer skin client or a darker skin client or a client that has a different hairline or more baby hairs or less baby hairs. So you really just have to kind of Okay, you mentioned it. Do you like baby hairs? I believe that baby hairs are... My baby hairs, I live. The baby hairs, I, you know, I'm struggling with. I don't, um, I'm not opposed to them because in real life, some people do have. Uh, I I don't mind. To me, it, it screams 80s. It's 80s, 90s, you know, like, I'm like, okay, cool. But then I think we only kept it because that transparent, I'm using air quotes, everyone, yes. transparent lace came in. Period. And they, had and we, and they needed to conceal it. They needed, exactly. Uh, that, that's why the swoop came in. Yeah. Swoop, yeah. There it yeah. is. Move yeah. your eye back. You yeah. know? That, that, so, I, 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 I don't hate baby hers. I don't hate baby hers. I'm a part of the black community. So we do baby hairs outside of the 80s. I got my little, my little cousin got, you know, so here's the thing, just a little history. Baby hairs for us comes from, there is usually in front of a black girl. Sometimes she's mixed. Sometimes she's just black, black. But there's this really small amount of hair at the front hairline that's usually softer, doesn't grow long, but just baby-like. 
Yeah. And me in studying hairlines, I like found a way to master it and really find the right hair to do it with. But I also have seen like it look very eight, 80s, you know, finger wavy. Right. Yeah. Uh, editorial, not realistic like. So I see where most people would be turned off. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I really work on it based off of a client to client. Would baby hair look realistic on you? Right. Your hair is very kinky. I'm sorry, sis. You wouldn't have baby hair. <laughs> it's just not realistic. So I really, I have a little bit more of, I got, we're only doing this if it's realistic to who you are and what your natural hair would normally do. Right. No, I'm, I'm thinking like period hair. Like once again, I always go TV, film, all that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, it's a different. I, in nineteen in nineteen sixty two, there is definitely no no baby hairs. No, in no. very pressed out, like, literally, like like <laughs> <laughs> yes, like oh my god, she snatched. It's literally a snatcherization. Um, what wig broke you? Oh, I had I, what project broke me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was uh, it was this tour. I remember having a breakdown. Like I remember, I just was like, I don't want to do this shit no more. I was doing a tour for uh, you know, whatever. And, <laughs> and uh, woo! It was the hiring people thing, though. It was the people. It what? It wasn't the job. It was more of I got paid a really large lump sum of money, and I did it all back. Like okay. It broke me because I ended up $5,000 in the hole fixing everything that everybody had fucked up. It caused like a really big depression. Like I, I, I was like, oh my God, I got this really big job. Yo, we about to do this. It's going to be amazing. And then fast forward two months into the project. I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing everything over by myself. I had 13 people working for me now. I got to do everything by myself over. Like, they were making shit hella thin, see-through. I'm like, what? I need to fill this in, fill that in, do this, blah, 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 recolor this, recolor that. And it just made me like, I don't really like this. Like, I thought I did. Like, I re- that was like one of those moments where I really had to reevaluate what I was doing it for. Oof. Yeah. It, someone told me when they hired me that it is not about the skill set. It's about the personality, you know, like there. That's why I went out. I said what I said. If I had these people, those people over again, I would do it different. I thought that they needed to be as great as I did. And that was an issue. Mm, That that's, that always rang true. Like, and to be honest, and I think we, we, we can do it all and we will do it all. For our gigs, like our name is on the line. End of discussion. I will be up and we're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. But A, I hired you to do a gig. Like I'm hiring, I'm paying you. Because if I was to ever screw up, I'd be fired. I already know that I'd be fired. I I don't have already know. I already know it's clear as day that I'd be fired. So why am I running my business like a church? Back to that. (laughs) Okay. What is one thing you would have told your, or you wish you learned earlier in your career? Oh, it took me, it took me all of these years to get to where I am because I did not believe in myself. Hmm. 
I didn't know it had never been done before, right? Like it wasn't a black guy out here talking about custom wigs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a young guy out here talking about <laughs> wigs. It wasn't. No shade. All facts. Like I had nothing. Like I remember just watching the people on 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 YouTube, and like there was this lady. Uh, uh, Lillian Simone. I don't know if we know her. Black lady. She literally would do shit in her living room. It wasn't great, but it gave me concept. She was black. She had, and that you have to, and not to say why they right, why they, but black. When you are black and you are a minority, you need things that you can connect to to bring you into the world of this or that or blah 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 blah. And she brought me into this world. And I remember like when she, I could tell she was probably going through one of the phases that we go through as wig makers, just being discouraged by the client wanting the wig and oh. all of that. Oh. And I just remember her like kind of ghosting the whole YouTube scene. And um, it was just like a void for me. And I, I really, um, yeah, I just, I, 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 seen, um, I seen that I didn't believe in myself. And um, I would definitely tell myself like, you were camera shit because that was the other thing is that YouTube, everybody's doing YouTube, but they got like these one shot, two shot cameras. If my student is in class, they're expecting to feel like they're in class. So like I was, I wanted to make sure like if I was going to do it, like it felt like you were in a classroom. So that's the reason why it's all the cameras because I want you to really be able to see everything. And really know, like, when you walk away, you're going to be able to do it. Um, so, yeah, I just wish I would have told myself, believe in yourself. You got something really big that the world needs. I just wish I would have believed. I mean, but it took me to get to, you know, 25 to really start seeing who I was. But if I believed earlier, I probably would have advanced my career. But things working. Everything. What does Abraham Hicks say? She says, everything is working the way it's supposed to. Hundred, hundred. What is your favorite wig making tool? Mm, what uh, light? Yeah, <laughs> light. <laughs> period. Like if you can't see what you're doing, <laughs> like. And I love. I I live for a nighttime ventilation. I used to do not, nighttime lives, but I just I don't do it anymore. Nighttime ventilation is the best because. Um, I'm in a, my studio has like windows around it. So it's so much light coming in. When you can focus your light directly on the lace and control your light, you can move faster. You can see you're not as sleepy. You don't get tired mm. as much. So it's really a big deal. So I do a lot of night ventilating. Mm. I actually want to do like a night live or a night class. I think that would be dope. Yeah. Everybody just bring their own projects and we just talk through the night. Yeah. Uh, what is the, the, um, Longest you sat down to ventilate? Uh, ADD is bad, so it's probably toward the beginning of my career when I was hungry. <laughs> I used to do like a real eight hour sit down. Like, I used to really put myself on punishment and be like, You have to sit down for eight hours. Everybody goes to work for eight hours. Uh. I can't do that now. I will lose my mind. I give myself, a, uh, I give myself two hours increments. Increments, two hour increments. So, really? two hour timer, break, 
Uh, I wish. Yeah. What's what's your schedule? I wish I have to sit down till it's done. That's what. Oh I'm my saying. god! Oh no! See, look, I do like that. Forty-eight hours. That forty-eight hours was not a joke. The actress oh, yeah. cut her hair off on over a weekend. They redid the whole schedule, waiting for me to build the wig. Yeah, I've had stuff like that happen, and, uh, and I just be like, "Yeah, um, y'all might want to call. I can give you this person's number." <laughs> just, I, I just, I just, uh. yeah, yeah, that's no, real. Like, that's the that's the the sit down. It's the... it is. You know what? It's but but when you do what you do, like I don't know. I'm trying to get to a space where, and this is just me talking. I don't know if the people need this, but I'm trying to get to a space where. Because in the wig world, you do have to like modify things to work for your business, right? You mm-hmm. have to like say, okay, well, I'm gonna be a uh, uh, custom. Uh, I can I can customize hairline. I'm not gonna do custom wigs. I'm just customizing, so I can do blah 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 blah. Um, for me, because I like everything to look a certain way, some things just can't fly by my radar. Like Asian knots in a part just will never fly by my radar. Like I have to remove those knots in the party, do my own knots. So that takes a little bit of time. Whereas some people would say, oh, let's leave that and let's just blend the front out. I'm not that guy because I'm like, oh, but what if she decides to part right here? We need that scalp. That scalp is everything. And the hairline is good. But when you get into the line, I think that is even more important. So it's also about taking into consideration the style. Um, But yeah, wigs are, uh, what was your question? I know it was something about how long. Don't even remember. I'm just listening. I, when I tell you this is hurt. I know something. I just listen. What was your favorite tool? Oh. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I done went into a whole spew. It went from light to everything in between. Light is important, y'all. Light. Okay, light we got it. <laughs> okay. So I know we're coming out of COVID. What was your or are we? Uh, girl, we're just what? <laughs> what is? What are your thoughts? Where do you think our industry is going? You know, hair is was good. Good hair was already hard, and now you know with shutdowns and all the things. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts? What are your what do you see happening? It is gonna be okay. So this is for all of my raw hair. Um people who like collect and work with raw hair, uh, you're going to find that your raw sources are a lot more limited. You're going to find that they start mixing uh, because of the shortages in the temples and places like India that had it like really bad. Um, And what just happens is because the factories were shut down, they don't have all those people going in and organizing and sorting and getting all of so it's really it's months of like back order stuff, right? So then you have people like China who are so smart, who are gonna like find a way to make their money. So you're gonna find that there are so many different types of hair that starts emerging on the market and they're gonna call themselves Indian hair and they're gonna be mixed with all these fibers and all of this stuff is gonna happen. So if you have a raw vendor, make good friends with them. That's one of, gonna be like one of the first things that I know right away is raw hair is gonna, the supply is gonna, change the um resources are going to be limited but when you get it just know to the price is expected to go up about 30 to 40 percent not even a 10 percent jump 30 to 40 percent for real raw hair 
uh, and they were waiting for a moment to just, you know, every, the world happens like this. We make more and more money because we start charging more and more. So it was time for inflation to happen, but now give us a pandemic and now we're going to double the inflation. So that's pretty much where we are with that. I personally see uh, wigs continuing to evolve. I love that wigs are an accessory. That's like the thing for me. I think wigs are the ultimate accessory. It is the way to change every look, every moment, walk in the room and be a different person right away. You don't even need to change your jewelry. The same jewelry in a different wig will literally um, change the world. So I don't think wigs are going anywhere. My prayer is that more people look at the knowledge that people like me and you are sharing and like heed to take heed to it and really like say, okay, I was sleeping on myself. And even if I just know a little bit of ventilation, my hairline's going to be 10 times better. Oops. Like that's really what I hope is that the people that are wig makers will take ventilation classes just to be able to get the real illusion, right? Wig, Wigs are wigs because they create an illusion and people just stop giving a fuck about the illusion. To be honest, they always care about the inches. Yeah, they want inches, but the illusion ain't there. We like, oh yes, she got a hat on that's 79 inches. Bitch, if you don't take that shit off your head and go blend that motherfucking front. Um, But you know. What about the 12 inch fronts with the, the 72 back? Because because my yes, vendor yes. only oh no because my because my ventilator only my, no my factory only got eighteen inch trusses <laughs> but I want ninety two inches. <laughs> this learn how to ventilate, learn how to ventilate, uh, learn how to ventilate. Uh, just a little tip to my suggestion is uh, what y'all call it HD lace, which ain't HD is regular Swiss. Yeah. Asian it's actually Asian Swiss. Uh, because if you compare it to real Swiss, oh. the shit would not be ripping the way that does. But I prefer what y'all call HD lace over transparent lace any day um, because of the melt quality. Um, again, it's not real Swiss lace, y'all. So stop thinking that it is. Real so, Swiss okay, lace. I mean, let's, I, I can only talk from I am, but let's, like, how did it get this bad? with all these terms. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, 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 I know I, how. <laughs> I know how. I, I was probably a part of it, right? You were probably a part of it, right? And, and let me tell you how. When, 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 when this industry started, like the Asian people are so fucking advanced, right? And we started to get savvy and we were like, oh, okay, okay, I got to get a vendor. I have to reach out to my vendor online. I have to go to Alibaba and get me in a vendor, right? Um, and when we reached out to him, we started to talk our language, our real ventilation language. And we started saying, yeah, we want Swiss lace. And they were like, oh, yeah, Swiss lace. Oh, yeah, we don't have that. We only got this, right? And uh, if you, I don't know if you know this, but real Swiss lace used to only come from like really good ventilators or India. And their quality of ventilation was terrible, but their lace was genuine. Terrible, but lace was genuine. Um, they, I don't know if you know about zigzag wefts, but those things were, <gasps> my baby. Anybody know about zigzag wefts? Hit me up on the DM and send me where I can find some more zigzags. But um, they started to get hit to the knowledge from ventilators and hair connoisseurs reaching out to them and saying, this is what I want. So because they are smart, they are not stupid, the Asian factory, they said, oh, okay, 
right, probably somebody was strategic enough to send them a sample. And they were like, oh, this is what you want? Oh, we can make that. And they started to make it and manufacture it. China is so fucking advanced. So they started to kind of create, and it's just my illusion, but I feel like it makes a lot of sense. They started to create um, Swiss lace, and then a lot of people started complaining. The regular people were complaining, oh, this is ripping. I can't handle this. This is ripping. So then they immediately switched to transparent lace. Transparent lace took over the market for maybe five years. And then people were like, I want my wig to look more natural. Like, why does Beyonce hair look so good? So then they started to, the, the vendors or the, the connoisseurs started to reach back out. I want Swiss lace. And they made the shift. Asia made the shift and they started to put these names on it that they thought we wanted. And um, yeah, so that's my illusion on how it got that way. And I, I'd probably give you a couple hundred dollars to prove my theory wrong. No, I'm, when I tell you, I, you hmm. legit, I feel we, the, ed, once again, the lack of education here for yeah. the masses, and I say masses, like for the, the retailer who, you know, now they have, you know, yeah. Have their, their reach out to the vendors. Yeah. yeah. So now we have people, you know, doing doing their thing, but they just don't know. Yeah. And and it's like once again, just like false facts, you know, what's real. At the end of the day, we're gonna learn because it's gonna either hold up and do what we want, or it's not. Yeah, or it's not. Mm-hmm. Or it's not. Or and it's then not. we're gonna be redoing it again. It's yeah. Yeah. No, but um I, I I strongly uh recommend everybody to really like there is a difference in lace. Like, oh. especially if even even the way that the Asians ventilate their lace, and ah, this is too much information, but even the way that the, the, the Asians ventilate their lace in the freeway pattern, I don't know if you guys know this, but the lace is prone to fraying way faster than it would ever fray if it was on the proper axle and ventilated the right way. So, so do you want to know my, my theory? So this is, this goes real, like, like from my manufacturers, like really like cutty cutty, but then vanished and ghosted me with 10 grand of my money. Anyway, we're story for, uh, um, I, I feel there's a machine. So I have literally been thinking that, it has to be because of the consistent. <laughs> I'm consistent. I am, I'm a visual. We are so consistent. I am a visual understander. And I understand that no matter how much you do something consistently, it's not going to look the same as the next. Not going to be that. Every single knot looks the exact same. One of the reasons why I do, but here's the thing. I challenge myself because I'm like also uh People will send me hair from time to time. Test this hair out. Test this wig. Test this clothes. Yeah, yeah, test yeah. this, and get get my feedback. And I am a true tester, so I have tested the Asian needle and the German needle. And the Asian needle gives you that ugly knot that they they get. So That's it could be, knot. it could be handwork. No. It's something. Yeah. I, I, you I, would I, still I. pull. You would still pull. You would still pull somewhere. I know I'm I'm yeah. damn good, yeah. but yeah. there is a day a wrong a ha ha a ho ho a hum hum. There's gonna be a tick, and they are so consistent. But are you talking about on their HD or on their transparent? Who, who cares? Oh no, uh, I no that transparent shit so motherfucking durable. 
That's man, what, you could pull on that all day and nobody would ever that's know. That's why I'm saying it has to go through a machine. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, now because, you're saying because of it, the structure, because they're of like, that. yes. You that's know why what? now that we screwed it up. And because of the grain, I would say that it's easier for a machine to go through Boop. that grain. Boop. Okay, 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 okay. That's I, why. That's why I think I, I, us coming in with that new like, lace that like, they can't put it through their machine. I feel like, yeah. I feel like, and 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 I've also seen this. I've seen. Uh, I didn't realize that they literally just do like a sheet. Like their Oops. lace isn't even contoured to the head. They do a sheet. It's a ball. And then you. It, so it has to be a machine because if you're doing sheets, patient literally. Okay. Yeah. Literally, they are known for anything that's flat is going to go through some sort of machine. It's a they tunnel. They can roll their hair with it's a big a ass. It's a t- just like the texture. Oh, give me three days. So they're wrapping it. They're wrapping yeah, it because yeah. it's straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's actually one of the things that I, I actually live for. I live for Ooh. customizing uh, textures. One Ooh. of the things that people know me for, I buy a straight wig any day. Any. Oh, give me a straight wig. All I will give you the texture for life. I love a permed wig. Live for perming a wig. Well, we're I, I'm touching on it with education. I'm not going deep like that though. They're gonna get the basic. They're gonna get a dowel. Yeah. They're gonna get a dowel set and a bobby pin set. Okay? Oh, listen, <laughs> that right there. I believe like that right there. You. I also I wouldn't put that on on the internet only because I think that no, they're gonna some no. things you just. Some things you just don't let people exploit. And I know that's one of those things that people would exploit in the wrong way. And then we'd have a whole nother epidemic oh. of terrible hair. Like some <laughs> things you just have to know, like, just not worth it, honey. Just Please. keep doing it great and teach your classes, darling. <laughs> don't you put that on the internet. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, where can people find you? Where can well, people find you? Where I mean... We could keep going for hours. Yeah. Well, like, of course, get on my social, wigsbydavis.com. Uh, check me out on YouTube at wigsbydavis. Um, my social on Instagram is wigsbydavis. I also am on Facebook, wigsbydavis and Darnell Davis. So, um, yeah, just check me out on there. I'm literally always trying to stay as active as possible. And I'm trying to educate the world. Headband. Ooh. Wigs needs to be banned. Let's ban the headband wigs. No, we don't like that. But I'm I'm really proud of you. I just have to say that I'm so proud of you. Like I thank you so much for your light, your joy, and just having uh, this platform to share with other people and uh, lifting and encouraging people. Like you are really doing your damn thing. Thank you so much. I have goosebumps. Thank you. But thank you for being on the Wig Hackers podcast. So guys, make sure you go check him out. Re-listen to this as you're ventilating because you should be doing an hour a day. Period. You are just at least. I know this one only does two hours at a time. I'm about to smack him. Period. Period. First of all, I take my 30-minute weed breaks, okay? Let me smoke my weed and I'll come back to this, okay? Look. Everybody need that thing. Don't you hold me down. Now, I'm working at least 15 hours a day. I just got to smoke my weed in between, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. You're going to come back on after you you 
put out all of this because it's going to be a whole new you. It's already a whole new you from when I first got introduced to you. So it's only going to get bigger. And I'm sure we're going to do some amazing things together. We should do a collab. We we have to do some things like Uh, just conversating. Like they need to see our creativity. Oh, like together. It's going to be epic. Cause it's, it's the same product, but different, different, technique to get there it is it is it is and i think that that's one of the things so many different people in between what i do and what you do that don't even know that there's a lane for them so right yeah that's gonna work out oh i'm excited love you oh my gosh guys so thank you so much for listening and make sure you tune in for the next episode of the wakehackers podcast till next time bye guys Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.